up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 113, Judging Your Clients. If you like what you hear, please be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to leave a review so more people can find us and to share this with your business besties. I have coaching slots available for the second half of the year. Is one of them for you? This is the perfect time to commit to achieving your goals, to being more accountable with your marketing, and to leveling up your life and your business. As my new favorite Trader Joe's cashier politely said a couple weeks ago, oh, so you're changing lives through marketing. Hell yes, we are. And when you're ready to join us, visit marketinguninhibited.com to schedule your free consultation or send me a DM on Instagram. Lastly, I just want to remind you that I am sharing daily journal prompt episodes almost every day of the week. I am aiming for about four a week right now, and they're short mini mindset shifts that can change the way you are going about your marketing or the way or the day you're having on that particular day. So check those out wherever you subscribe to this podcast, the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, and look for the journal prompt episodes. I try to release them early in the morning for those of you that do daily journaling like me. All right. How's everyone doing today? Um, it's funny. I have been feeling more creative on my rest days than on my workout days, and I don't know what that's about. So I am getting this done. I have another meeting. It's so nice to be able to meet you meet with you all in person. Um, I just wrapped up the recording of a podcast interview with a woman named Mariah Magazine, who is an SEO expert and educator. So be on the lookout for that later in July. So just lots of fun stuff happening over here. And I'm counting the hours until I get to go to hot yoga tonight. So um, I hope you are having a wonderful day wherever this finds you. So as a lot of you know, I've been networking and putting myself out there. I'm doing this because it's great practice for my own messaging. I get to tweak my messaging in real time and see how people respond and see what resonates and see what messaging, what type of people the messaging I'm using is attracting. Um, And also, it is generating some amazing content for you all. Like my little brain is just going, going, going lately because I am interacting with more people online and in person. And I just, I have a running list of podcast episodes. And each time I go to record a podcast, I have to double check that I haven't already talked about this topic. And it is amazing to me how the more content you create, the more ideas you get. It's just awesome. So if you're ever worried or feeling down, like, oh, I'm just, I'm all out of ideas. I'm all out of, you know, things to say. Go do something else for a little bit. Go network. Go get fueled up in your garden or on your bike. Do something that you love to do and recharge your business spirit. 
and then come back and see what ideas popped into your little head. I'm, I always get ideas at hot yoga too, like to the point where I've considered bringing, like I just have a notepad all the time. Like I have a notepad next to the, where I sit on the couch in the evenings. I have a notepad in the bedroom, a notepad in the office. I'm not one of those shower thinkers. In the shower, I like to kind of meditate and be zen. Um, so yeah, just if you're you're feeling stuck, let this be an inspiration, be a sign to you to go do something else for a little bit besides worry about your content. So that being said, one of the topics that has come up in my recent networking meetings is about judging clients. And now I don't mean this in terms of judging your clients based on what they look like or how they dress or what type of music they listen to. I mean judging your clients in terms of how they will engage with your business, making decisions for them based on your thoughts about them, thinking, well, they can't afford that or they don't have time for that, or they'll never be at that networking event. I actually heard someone using this type of language in a conversation with me about his target audience, and I was just getting all types of red flags. Um, So one example of what judgment looks like is when you think you're being empathetic by lowering your prices for them or offering discounts all over the place, but the only thing you're doing is letting cheap become one of your brand pillars. Because people take pride in investing, in spending their hard-earned money with you or on your product or your service. Don't discount yourself by judging your clients. And people will always find money to do the things they want to do, to buy the products they want to buy. And the biggest, probably the biggest takeaway of this entire episode is to not mistake pity for empathy. I did pull some definitions for you guys because I think this is super, super important. I talk about empathetic marketing a lot and identifying the emotions and the needs of your target audience and letting them know you see and hear them. But what we don't want to do, what the wrong thing to do here is to pity them and say, oh, I see you, you're struggling, you really can't afford this, here's a massive discount, right? And then you begin to resent them because you discounted it when you should have charged full price because they they take time and effort, right? Or you, you put their work lower on your to-do list because it's unpaid work. So according to psychologytoday.com, Empathy can be defined as a person's ability to recognize and share the emotions of another person, fictional character, or sentient being. Pity is a feeling of discomfort at the distress, at the distress of one or more sentient beings and often has paternalistic or condescending overtones. So really take a look at your messaging. If you've been practicing empathetic messaging, and I had a whole episode on that last week um, or two weeks ago, and think, like ask yourself, does this feel condescending? Is my target audience, someone reading this, going to feel inspired and encouraged and have learned something here? Or am I just condescending? Um, Another example of what this looks like is rather than work working on your thoughts about their actual objections, like things they've actually told you about why they aren't purchasing from you, why they're not buying yet, why they haven't committed yet. Um, So rather than 
then working on your thoughts around those actual objections, you take actions based off of your opinions and judgments and the hypothetical objections that you come up with in your mind. And you don't overcome the objection, then you just remove it because you're afraid to lose the sale, you're afraid to hurt their feelings, and you're afraid to upset them. If something is truly of concern to you and your target target audience, you can adjust accordingly. You can make that part of your business model. I'm in a business group, as you guys know, a coaching group with um, a bunch of other entrepreneurs. And there's a couple in there that have scaled payment options. So it's like a tiered option. It's kind of a pay what you can setup so that it operates on the good of humanity, assuming that those who can pay full price will pay full price. And that full price will cover the cost of the service or the product for someone who can't pay full price and chooses a lower payment option, right? So you can build that into your business model if that's something you're passionate about. But if it's not part of your business model, if it's not part of your marketing strategy, stop discounting and stop making decisions based on the hypothetical objections you have come up with based on your perspective and the way you're judging your audience. These thoughts about not wanting to lose a sale, not wanting to hurt their feelings, being afraid to upset them, thinking you'll be a bitch if you stick to your boundaries, these are marketing red flags. They are sneaky little things and they're often rooted in your own much deeper personal issues. For example, your own money issues. Maybe you at that point in your life, at that phase or that age or wherever they are in their career would have thought that that service was too expensive or in business, right? So in your own money issues, in your savior complex, wanting to rescue them, wanting to be the one that saves them by offering them a discount on a service, right? In fear, or maybe it's in fear of a bad review, saying they thought you were too expensive, too inflexible, too controlling, not friendly enough, maybe too loud, right? She swears too much. She's not professional enough. Those are things that I've had to work on (laughs) in addition to that entire list, of course. Um, But just really start to pay attention to where your insecurities, your, your personal window of reference and your perspective are influencing the way you run your business and you market your business because you're projecting that on your customer. You are making that their problem when really it has nothing to do with them. It's all in your head. So we ask the questions of, do you trust me to our target audience? Do you want to work with and pay me? This is what our marketing is doing, enticing them to do these things, building on that relationship. Were you satisfied with your experience? And then a lot of times we don't give them a chance to answer and we immediately answer them. We answer the question for the client. How many times have you beat yourself up, beat yourself up after a, a customer interaction only to find out it didn't phase them or they didn't notice you were having an off day, right? Like maybe you're having an off day at the store, someone comes in and you think, dang, like I was a little grumpy there. I feel badly. And I have had this too. I have reached back out to clients before and been like, hey, we can schedule another meeting. I'm sorry. My head was just like, I'm a little stressed out today. My head wasn't in the game. 
And if, because if I'm feeling that, I want to address the situation. I don't want to go down a shame spiral rabbit hole in my head and not address the elephant in the room. So I just address it head on. Like, hey, how do you think today's meeting went? Did you feel like you got what you came for from our, our monthly marketing coaching meeting? And nine times out of 10, I don't think I've ever actually had anyone be like, we must reschedule. Um, and I had that happen to me too. I had a paid meeting with someone and then afterwards they they apologized. I think they were a little late. Um, maybe it ran short or something and a little distracted, like a, a phone call in the middle of the meeting. And um, she said, you know, I want to give you a free meeting because of the way today went. And I was like, hell no. Thank you so much for offering and for you know, reaching out to me, but I'm, I'm completely satisfied and happy with the way today went. So no, I won't, I won't take you up on that offer. Um, so really if you're having these judgmental thoughts about what you you think your target audience thinks about a situation, ask them, be direct, um, and make the client answer the question. Answering questions for clients is a huge no-no in sales in general. And one of the things that has stuck with me until this day from my early job as a sales professional. So get good at sitting in the uncomfortable silence. Get good at asking questions that you want answers to, and those answers will help you in your business. If they don't buy right away because they're not sure if it's in their budget, it's not your job to convince them that you are affordable. It's their job to decide that they see the value in it for the price. This is what I, why I say all the time to focus on delivering and demonstrating the value. They need to see it and feel it to believe it. And whether that is showing examples, showing, sharing reviews and testimonials, bringing people on your Instagram live, um, cross-promoting with people who are sharing your, your stuff on Instagram, photos and reviews, you know, and just really demonstrate the value. And there are things, I have received services before where I think, man, they need marketing coaching because they are not charging enough for that amazing service. And then I have received some services before where I'm like, okay, I understand why they only charge that because I couldn't get a hold of the, you know, we, we had some yard work done and it was like the landscaper, he just kind of went MIA for a couple weeks. And I'm like, all right, dude, well, I like the work you do and I was thinking you should raise your prices, but your lack of communication tells me that your prices are just where they need to be. Um, so really be aware of where you're making decisions based on these judgments of how you think your client will respond. Um, judging your client, answering the questions, answering the questions for them and making decisions for them undermines them. It says, I know more about you than you. I have decided for you that you can't afford this. Imagine saying that to somebody like, you know what? I don't think you can afford this. It really has a much different tone. So if you have a judgment pop in your head about a way you think your client is going to respond to something, ask yourself, would you say that to their face? And really, this is not how marketing works. Maybe they set aside a, a special like small business owner budget so that every month 
They can go out and shop, and this is how they treat themselves, by supporting local businesses, by buying handmade items that they love, or by gifting handmade items. Like That is part of the beauty of local handmade stuff. You can, I can send my friend a care package in Virginia, which if you guys are listening to this, by the time you listen, I, I hopefully will have gotten to the artisan market in Batavia and the boardwalk shops this weekend. But that's the beauty of it. I can send her a birthday gift and be like, dude, you can't get this in Virginia because it's all handmade locally here. And guess what? I know some of these people. It's cool. It's fun. And and I love spending my money that way. So and you guys know when you're an entrepreneur, like every dollar counts, every dollar that comes in and every dollar that goes out, especially in the beginning. And so there's so much value and pride to say like, I made this with I made this money with my own hands and my own business, and I am happy to spend it here with you. And so just remember that when you're thinking of your customers and how they're spending money with you. They want to be proud of that interaction, right? They are proud of it. They are happy to invest with you. So you just have to believe it. Good marketing is consistent and valuable. Great marketing is consistent, valuable, empathetic, and fun. It says, I see you, I hear you, here's how I can help you, and also here's a picture of my kids' dirty-ass feet because, you know, life in the summer is a working mom. So your homework today is to start paying attention to and questioning why you are judging your clients. Number one, are you letting them answer the questions you're asking or are you answering for them? Number two, Are you listening, like really listening to what they are saying to you when they answer the questions or what they're not saying? Are you projecting, number three, are you projecting your own personal insecurities and judgments onto your target audience and getting in the way of how you market and run your business? So are you projecting your own shit onto your target audience and letting that get in the way of how you market your business to them and run your business? And then number four, do you believe in what you're selling them? Do you believe in the prices you're charging? Do you believe in the products and services that you're offering? Do you believe in the experience that you provide? If you wavered, if you didn't answer hell yes to any of those, you need to reevaluate what's happening there. Ask yourself why. Get curious about it. One, two, I didn't number these, so number five. Look at that. Perfect little five. Do you still love what you're talking about? Oh my gosh, maybe you believe in it all. Maybe you believe your prices are at a good spot, that the products and services you offer are fucking solid and you provide an amazing customer experience from the first time they interact with your brand on Instagram to you know 12 months in of working together. Maybe you believe all of that and you've worked on your insecurities, you work with a therapist, you have a life coach, you have a marketing coach, you know your customers love what you create but you're bored or you're overwhelmed or you're stressed, what you're doing no longer lights you up. That is okay. 
But continuing to repeat this cycle and you not being in love with the business that you've created, but still running it this way is going to build up resentment and it will manifest in resentment towards your customer audience. So don't sabotage your business to shift it a little bit. What lights you up? What's next for you? How can we breathe life back in to your business and your marketing messaging? Because you can tell when some people have some flat messaging, right? You're like, ooh, that doesn't really resonate with me. And you'll know because your clients won't be as engaged. You're not hitting on as many pain points or as many exciting or fun or helpful things as you used to be. Maybe the, it's just quite simply like the energy isn't there. And that's okay. That can happen, right? Just like like with a long-term relationship, it ebbs and flows. So how do you, how do you spice it back up? How do you bring the love back? <laughs> I could, woo, I could go down a tangent on that one, couldn't I? A funny one, but I'll save you because I know a lot of you have kids around. So, you know, how do you bring the love back in to your business? Remember when you were young, <laughs> you were younger and your business was younger and things were simpler, even though you didn't know as much and you weren't making as much money, but damn, did you love it, right? Maybe now you're five years in and you're like, man, my marriage is suffering. Real talk, I had a meeting with someone the other day and they said, this morning I had a choice between sex and breakfast and I chose breakfast. And yeah, sometimes your business can get to a point where it is impacting your relationships. So that just means it's time to reevaluate things. All right, that's it. <laughs> sex or breakfast, guys. I don't know. I think I'm choosing breakfast too, honestly, these days. Um, that's it for this week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Send me messages. Let me know what you think of this podcast. Let me know where you're finding judgment popping up for you and your clients. And really, as Tammy always says, just stay curious about it. That's it. I'll talk to you all soon. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode, including our daily journal prompts, short mini episodes to help you get your marketing mindset right for the day. And if you're ready to commit to leveling up your marketing skill set, to growing your business, and to changing your life for the better, visit marketinguninhibited.com to schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Now go kick some marketing ass.